0: How's it going, everybody? Adrian here, and welcome back to the Gaming Observer Daily News Updates for Tuesday, January the 18th. Hello, hello, my friends. Um, Unfortunately, today we do not have all that much hard-hitting news. This is by far the slowest news day we've had since the new year began. And so today, honestly, I'm just going to tell you about some interesting articles that I found about just, like, random topics, to be honest. So if you're only here for the news, then feel free to skip today's episode. Otherwise, I'm just going to talk for a bit. The first thing that caught my attention today was from Game Informer. It is an article written by Jill Grote. And the whole thing is about what do you do when you have an unexpected video game success? She spoke to three video game developers who started very small and ended up having a highly successful game. And, you know, what they did with that. So she spoke to Eric Barone from Stardew Valley, Red Hook Studios from Darkest Dungeon, and Iron Gate Studio for Valheim. All of these games had very, very small teams, one or two people, and then ended up selling millions of copies. And it tells this very interesting story about how all of these people weren't necessarily searching for this success. They had very modest expectations for the game. Uh, From the Valheim devs here, quote, Honestly, we were just developing the game we wanted to make, and we were hopeful, but realistic about the prospects of a lo-fi, early-access survival game made by mostly one person. We thought it would appeal and resonate strongly with a very niche audience, but we had no idea it would resonate with millions of people." This is something that they all resonated with, and so when these games ended up having an overwhelming amount of success, it kind of took them a bit to get up to speed. It didn't really register how well they were doing. The creator of Stardew Valley said he didn't even really get it until the creator of Harvest Moon wanted to meet him. And that was like his wake-up call that he's actually done something big. And then there's also this very interesting discussion about, okay, well, what are you going to do next? Eric Barone has difficulty moving on. He said, quote, I feel like my next game has to be better than Stardew Valley. Because, you know, I want to be seen as somebody who's getting better. I'm improving. The trajectory of my career is going up, not stagnating or going down, God forbid. End quote. And they talk about, you know, what do I do now? Why am I even making another game? Why don't I just retire? And the last thing I'll say here is there's an interesting trend amongst these devs that they wanted to stay small, right? Barone is staying as a solo developer for his next game, but could realistically make an entire studio if he wanted to with hundreds of people. The developers of Valheim and and Darkest Dungeon, they added some people to their team, but ultimately they wanted to keep this spirit of a company that made a really successful game. So anyway, I just thought this was an interesting inside look. If you're interested in more stuff along those lines, I'd encourage you to read the article. Okay, and based on the amount of time I have, I think this is the last thing I'm talking about. But I want to talk about Hearthstone. And this is very interesting to me because I am somebody who played Hearthstone every single day for two years when it came out. So that was from 2014 to 2016. And at that time, there were just a few different game modes. There was your standard competitive play for a card game where you build a deck and fight other decks. Ranked or unranked. There was the arena where you built a deck progressively based on a limited number of options and then again fought against other people who were doing the same, hoping to get 12 wins for some rewards. They had some solo adventures. It was PVE, very simple. And now I have this article from PC Gamer. It's called The State of Hearthstone in 2022, written by Ben Goodman. And it's talking about what Hearthstone is now. And it's very different from when I played it because they now have 10 different game modes. And it kind of goes all over the place. I mean, regular ranked has like four different options now based on what cards you want to play with. They have like a single player RPG roguelike mode. They have battlegrounds, which is the auto battler. They made it in response to Teamfight tactics. And then, of course, a bunch of other stuff. And it's incredible because they clearly just came up with as much stuff as they could, threw it at the game and were ready to see what stuck. And in some ways, it worked. Apparently, Battlegrounds is the most popular mode in the game right now, which was most certainly not the original intent of Hearthstone, right? Like, this is a game that was supposed to be in the leagues of Magic the Gathering, Legends of Runeterra, Keyforge, Yu-Gi-Oh, whatever. And instead, they're just going in all different directions. And so this article that I'm reading is, okay, we've got a bunch of new stuff. What's next? What do you do with this? Based on what they wrote, it sounds like some of the modes are less popular and might not survive. For example, the arena mode. Apparently the balancing in arena was handled by just like one person and he has since left. So like, that's kind of weird. Anyway, I don't know that I have a good conclusion here other than to say, it's strange for me to look at the game now and see that they've gone so far away from the original design. And I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's just unexpected. I will say I did leave the game because it was very hard to play it for free. And I imagine that that has not changed, so take that as you will. My friends, I'm out of time. Thanks for being here. Hopefully some more news tomorrow. And until then, happy gaming everyone. It's the TGO After Show. Hello and welcome. Oh man. You know know what the, the word of the day is here in Canada? Or at least in my region? Snow. That's the word of the day. It was incredible. My, uh... My roommate came home and we have three cars that we have to manage for a single driveway. We have a we have a garage. And so what's the process? There's already one car in the driveway, so he has to pull that car out onto the street. But there's no street parking allowed today because there's so much snow. The snow plows need to get out there. Normally it's just you can't park overnight on the street, but sometimes it snows so hard they can't have you parking there in the day either. So they'll it'll be like a you know a little announcement that they do. So anyway, he he pulls the car out. And then he shovels because he can't get his car into the driveway. There's too much snow. So he does the whole driveway. It takes him like 10 minutes. I don't know, 5, 10 minutes. Puts his car in the garage. By the time he gets his car in the garage, there was once again too much snow on the ground. So he has to shovel it again. I was like, what? I was watching him. I mean, I would have gone out to help him, but we only have one shovel. And I was in my PJs waking up and he was just coming home from work. So, <laughs> you know, I I got to have my tea before I do any shoveling. Anyway, so we had to keep doing, like, all of these back and forths with the cars and shoveling and everything. It was wild. So much snow today out of nowhere. But hey, that's, uh, that's Canada living for you. I hate the snow, I'll tell you what. You know, I, I learned about something uh, a while ago. It's called seasonal depression. I'm sure-, I'm sure many of you are familiar. Apparently it's a very common thing. But it's this, you know, it's this idea that you, your mood changes with the seasons and the weather. I'm looking at it now. Apparently, a milder version of it is known as the winter blues. Maybe that would be more accurate for me. I don't know. But what I know is I friggin hate winter (laughs) and not just for logistical reasons. Like It feels like my whole life is like walking through constant snow and sludge, and that's so depressing. I'm way more likely to have a bad day in the winter. And then when the summer comes out, it feels like I'm a friggin baby bird hatching out of its egg. It's a whole, it's a brand new world. So I'm ready to move somewhere where there is no snow, right? For those of you who live in a world without snow, you maybe have moments of like, oh man, I wish there was some variety here every now and then. No, stop, stop that line of thinking. The snow sucks. Okay, now I've said that. I know there's some people who love the snow and you know, all the, all the power to them. I don't get it. In any event, (laughs) this is not the tangent I meant to go on. What's going on with me? Oh, it's the same. You know what's going on with me. I'm still so pumped about these, these videos that I'm making. I'm getting some amazing interviews. Like, I've never been so excited to make something since I started the, the Observer, basically. There's been a few highlights over the last couple of years that really stand out, but ultimately, like, I've never eagerly anticipated to edit a video, you know? I've always tried to make the editing process as simple as possible. I record this after show in one take. That's why I fumble and, and stumble with the words, because I I don't want to do the editing. It's it's so slow and boring to me. But this, I have like a vision for the video, and I'm so ready to execute. So I don't know. I hope you can look forward to that. And there was no news today. So I, I looked through my RSS feed. I saw a few interesting articles. I didn't get to all the ones that I wanted to talk about, but I don't know. Maybe I can just save that for the weekend. Hearthstone. It was one of those games that just took me and it became my whole life. You know, nowadays, I try to be a variety gamer. I try to do lots of different stuff in the world of games. And back then, that was not the case. I've told you many times, I put a lot of time into Call of Duty, where that was the only game I played. Same with Guitar Hero. And Hearthstone was was definitely one of those as well. I gave up because you could not play that game with a full deck. It would be impossible to get a deck of cards. You could maybe get one or two decks, but I mean like a full collection. That was all I ever wanted in that game was to be able to just have all the cards so I could make whatever deck I wanted. And it was impossible without paying. So uh, that's why Legends of Runeterra is so great because it's very easy to get a full collection in that game and they just rely on the cosmetics. Anyway, I've talked too long. Thanks, folks. Take care of yourself. Farewell.